tell me about this science stuff. Sorry about that. What is a scientist? You caught me like I'm experimenting with science. It's like magic with electricity. I know that. I'm not stupid. I'm smarter than you. The smartest scientists in the entire world all agree science is a liar sometimes. Seriously, this could not seem less scientific. Those idiots don't know anything about science. It's science. I believe it's pronounced science. This is the least scientific thing I've ever seen. So I'm just experimenting with them? You'll be quiet. Thank you, scientists. And thank you, scientists. Hello, and uh, we, 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 can't, we can't mess around at all, actually. we got to get right into it. Under the guise of science, I'm Charles. I'm Chris. Uh, as we, just, we just don't have any time to waste. Uh, hot, hot, uh, some hot gravy, hot uh, coffee, uh, hot, hot pants, hot butter, hot cross buns. I hope gravy. Hot, I would love to see some hot gravy coming through. <laughs> <laughs> That's unreasonable. Hot gravy. You know, it depends on context. Like if you, if it's Thanksgiving or if you're in a restaurant where there's gravy. Get out if of you're way. at a put, if you're in, at a poutine place mm-hmm. and the line is backed up, hot gravy coming through. Everyone knows to get out of the way. Yeah. All right. Unless you unless you happen to have French fries. <laughs> well, it depends on if they're shy on fries or not. That's mm-hmm. a, that is also an industry term. <laughs> a little, uh, we're a little fry shy. Yeah, we're a little, a little fry shy. A little shy on the fries. I went to a KFC. Well, I used to live near a KFC, and two times I went to the to the KFC, and they were out of chicken. I was like, "That's your oh, one. Man. That's the one thing." You can't be. <laughs> I I do enjoy the potential of other stories that were would involve you saying, "I went to a KFC once." Actually, that's not entirely true. I lived near a KFC once. <laughs> yeah, I went to a KFC <laughs> all the fucking time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but two of those times they didn't have chicken. <laughs> I forget where I feel like I've I feel like I've been to a KFC once where they didn't have chicken and Oh, we went. I went to White Castle once, and they were out of burgers. How? And it it was five in the morning as well, too. Oh, so wow. we got all the way. We got all the way there, and we were like, "We don't have burgers." I was like, "All right, I guess." I guess chicken rings and chicken ring sandwiches for all. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you still have the bread? We'll have to do yeah. with that. <laughs> uh, I and as my cousin pointed out once, uh. I don't know that I trust chicken rings because what other part of the chicken could possibly be shaped like that? No, it, it's just chicken paste that they, it's no different than the nuggets where it's just ground up chicken, everything, and they turn it into a paste and then shape it because it, there's no, it's bullshit. All that chicken is bullshit. I don't know. Like, how awesome would it be if they were consistent with authentic chicken assholes that they, because no one's, no one's using those. Right? No, I, I, would I guess think. They would, those would have to be quite loose because chicken rings aren't small. <laughs> <laughs> they're not. Well, they're pushing eggs through them, right? Ch- chickens lay eggs out of their asshole. That's how chickens work. I don't, we haven't covered we haven't covered chicken anatomy no. yet, so I don't know anything about it. Yeah, I would think that there's a different 
opening for the eggs. I can't see it. I don't know, because nature did that to us as, as human males. We were just like, eh, this hole will work for two things. I say that all the time. I wish I wish my pee hole was one of my fingers. It'd be so much more convenient. <laughs> how much how convenient would that be? You just point over there and relieve yourself. How <laughs> great just driving down the highway. Like you'll never have to stop again if you're driving by yourself. Yeah. Like just, just roll the window down the window. And, and then just just stick a finger right out alongside. Oh, highways would be gross. <laughs> <laughs> highways would be like the Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> and holy shit, you think everything's covered in piss in New York City now. Oh, man. <laughs> Wait till it's just all over your windshield from the car in front. <laughs> oh, and just... Pointing as an angry gesture would probably have so much more weight <laughs> at that point. Like, yeah, forcefully pee is your point. <laughs> yeah. Or it would even have like the, uh, like, you don't even have to be peeing out of your finger at that point. Like, it's essentially just being like, I piss on you. I piss on you. Like, the same way you just can g- give someone the finger and they right. know what that means. It's, it will, now it's the pointer finger and, right. except it, and it's at them. Right. Instead of up in the air. And your shirt is soaked, so you definitely know what it means. (laughs) (laughs) You see, this is why we were in such a hurry to get started, because we apparently (laughs) had to get to this (laughs) and could could not be worried about having to start the episode. Yeah, we we had to hurry up and get sidetracked. We could not waste any more time to waste time. Yeah. <laughs> well, we did so, it. I knew we could. We're good at I it. I knew we could. I knew we could talk about piss that quick. Yeah, well, comes natural. <laughs> That's easy. Anyone, anyone who has <laughs> been listening through to this point knows we'll get into it eventually. We talk about dumb shit first. Bear with us. It's how we warm up. Try to keep it loose before it gets silly. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, we got to keep it loose because then it's going to be too dense. Yeah. And as everyone knows by now, those are uh, the antithesis of one another. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, that's. I think that's what I wanted to remember before. It's not too late. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we could po- probably address the uh, address the aneurysm video that the shy doctor sent us. When you were like, hey, oh, (laughs) so we were talking about aneurysms a couple of uh, episodes ago, and we were like, I don't know, is this how this works? And then we just got a text of the two of us is like, that is not how aneurysms work. (laughs) (laughs) Short, sweet, to the point. (laughs) But we needed more info. (laughs) Right. Well, how do they work? Um, I don't. Do you have that video? I don't have the video handy. I, I remember for the oh, most okay, part. Then, yeah. Yeah. then you go for that. I think I think the main, like we were talking about it moving, and it's not that it moves, it's that the possibility mm. is that it could rupture. And then you got a blame, a blame breed, no, a brain bleed, <laughs> which, you know, isn't good. It sounds Medically like a speaking. Big... <laughs> Sounds like a big dopey Neanderthal guy who's just that's his line at the bar. 
Blaine Breed. <laughs> Blaine Breed. Just grabbing women by the shirt. And Not tonight, them. Blaine. Knock it off, Blaine. We talked about this. <laughs> Blaine Breed. It's <laughs> <laughs> better. <laughs> and, then, and then at the end of the night, <laughs> Blaine Breed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what, what is actually rough? Is it, it's, is, is it like a bubble of, of I, air? Like what? No, what not you, of what? air, of blood. I thought it was like a, kind of like a portion of the, <laughs> the, there's like pressure on, I don't know if it was a capillary vein artery, whatever it was, but some kind of vessel in there, this pressure on it. So it kind of, uh, stretches out in a way and makes like a little pocket. Oh, okay. And then, so like the walls as they're um, as they're spread spreading out and kind of being, let's see, you're on the inside, so that would be concave or convex. I don't know, whatever. A bubble, like stick yeah. a bubble sticking out of the side. Like, oh, okay. Let's see if this makes sense with it. So uh, when you get a bubble on the sidewall of a tire. That is because uh, the t- sidewall of the tire, the inside, was pinched between the rim and something else very, very hard, whether it be a pothole, a curb, uh, somebody's head, whatever it was. Uh, what that does is it will cause a small rupture on the inside and it will push out on the inside of the sidewall, which is why it will look like a bubble. Okay. So is it? does that sound like it's a, a similar thing? Kind of. Yeah, okay. it's kind of. I took it as like diverticulitis of the brain. <laughs> 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 kind of like a little, little pocket there. And <laughs> if that ruptures, then you're, blame, you're, you're bleeding out in your brain. I'm having real trouble put those two words back to back. Just do like I do in darts. Like, just factor that in. Just like, all right, I'm going to fuck up bla- brain bleed, so I'm just going to try to say blain breed. And then you yeah, know. Just go with it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm definitely not trying to hit 18s right now, and I'm totally trying to hit 20s. And lo and behold, and, that's how you close yeah. out 18s. <laughs> <laughs> and you hit five 13s. That's usually <laughs> <laughs> I, I do miss dart jokes. They're the best jokes. Oh, you're really killing those twelves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cl- close them out threes. <laughs> <coughs> um. Whoop. Oh, I leaned on my mouse and it moved, but I didn't know that I that I had loan on it. <coughs> <laughs> Yeah. Why are we talking about darts? Oh, all right. So I don't know. All right. So yes, aneurysms. Yeah. So there's just too much pressure in one spot of the of the vein or artery, essentially, I, and it just I blows out. So yeah, I okay. maybe I'm not sure about the cause. We'll have another text to say that's not what causes it. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to getting a text on Halloween. So that's not right either. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Stick to physics. I, I sent you guys the answer, and you still got it wrong completely. <laughs> <laughs> All you had to do is watch and or pay attention to the video, and o for two between I the did, two of was, you. That was so long ago, and now 
there's been so much bourbon and so many vape pens between then and now. <laughs> and not for nothing, I attempted to wrap my head around how a black hole works, and I don't totally get it still, even after having listened back. But uh, that takes a lot of I brain power. Yeah. I'm not even sure I got all that exactly right. I think I'm close enough that it's like, leading you on the right track but some of that stuff i might have been like especially hawking radiation is is it's tough so i, I think i did some kind of decent job with it but it, it's probably there's probably other places that could uh i don't even say explain it better i think you got to listen to the explanation from like three or four different people trying to dumb it down to kind of like i don't know almost circle around it to to get to a spot where it's like all right that makes some level of sense because it really is weird i feel like i i feel like uh astro alexandra is is very contactable maybe i haven't ever tried but she yeah. definitely seems very uh what's the word i'm looking for she she's very um concise but also translate science to english well you know like like you know no wasted words i guess is the word i'm looking for, is what i'm looking for like she's good at word that. economy i believe yeah. is what you were looking for word economy yeah. board, board is still yours um <laughs> that and she's excited to talk about it I believe we would just have to preface and i am not trying to shoot ourselves in the foot right out of the gate do just have to tell her to sl slow down a little bit because again she does get excited she's very entertaining to watch but there are times that it's just like hold on that's a lot of stuff hold on that's a lot of stuff it's a lot it's of always things. a lot of stuff and it always like it you have to <clears throat> i watch pbs um space time a lot and mm. He'll be uh, the Dr. Matt. I forget his last name. Apologies to him, but he's the main guy uh, on Dr. Camera. Matt Hilby. Is that what you're saying? Not Hilby. Dowd. Dowd. <laughs> oh. I think it is. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Matthew Dowd, maybe. <laughs> but um, he's always like they're 12 to 18 minute videos, which is not a lot of time to talk about some of this shit. But there'll be a whole bunch of times where he kind of brings up one topic and then he'll say, we already deep di deep dove into this topic and give a link to like three other videos. So to understand yeah. that sentence, it kind of assumes that you already watched these other three videos, which also might have God references to other shit. Yeah. It, like, you know, you, you got to understand the first thing before you move to the second thing. I guess that's how it is with everything, but physics is just the first thing is fucking confusing. I, I haven't gotten that yet. We're going to number two. <laughs> I don't it's like, you remember all everything else that I said so far? And it's like, no, that's why I failed out of two colleges. <laughs> I couldn't remember anything anybody said at all. <laughs> um All right, well, I'll uh, I'll I'll reach out to her. I'm I'm, I'm one for one with reaching out to people. Okay, yeah, I've I've failed every time, so do it. <laughs> um what the heck was I going to say? I think yeah. I think my my social awkwardness comes out cuz I usually contact people when I'm not drinking. <laughs> Maybe that's the trick. I should get drunk and then email people. You should get drunk and send um audio messages from yourself 
Like just, <laughs> just. All right, all right. So you don't know who I am, but I just want to say that. Um, <laughs> you're pretty cool. And I uh, just have. I'd like to ask you some questions. That's yeah. all. I'd like to you give see? you the opportunity of a lifetime to grow us an audience. that's true like i was more i think i was just doing more of an impression of me drunk but you get very direct (laughs) you don't take no for an answer well i don't want to say you don't take no for an answer that puts a different implication on you (laughs) what i do say yeah i I take no for an answer immediately you definitely do (laughs) no cool Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I was right. hoping you were going to say no, so thanks. <laughs> right, it's just the implication. That's why, so they don't even think of saying no. Right, because of the implication. <laughs> I don't. Are, are you going to hurt these women? <laughs> right. Of course not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always sunny season. Five episodes, six or seven, Gang Buys a Boat. That was only season five? Wow. Yeah, that was pretty early on. It might be season six. No, because D was pregnant in season six. And it was before D was pregnant. No, I believe you. Just now the realization of how fucking old I am just landed. Because that's one of the later (laughs) seasons. But no, it's only that's ten seasons ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that season came out in... 2009-2010 That season right. also has uh, The World Series defense Which means It was After the Phillies won the World Series And that was right. in 09 And that's As, pretty much ancient history at this point Absolutely yeah. um, The world has been doing its best To try to forget that yeah. Since it happened It's bad enough uh, the fucking Eagles won so recently Yeah <laughs> Well, at least the Flyers haven't won, or the Sixers. Yeah, they're still trash. So not, not <laughs> <laughs> Again, we are judging the flock by one bird. <laughs> <laughs> we do love you, Philadelphia. It's fun. Yep. City of brotherly love, right? Uh, yeah. it's brotherly badgering or something. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we're talking about aliens tonight, right? <laughs> we, are. we are. This is this is the closest that we've done to a hot off the presses kind of current news thing, I guess. Maybe we did one other one with the, some asteroid or something like that. But I think yeah. this is uh, prevalent in the news still that apparently an alien was found or two alien skeletons. <clears throat> now these are, and I. I looked up just to follow up, just because it didn't seem like they were connected at all. This has nothing to do with that uh, dude, uh, Rush or Rush or whatever his name is, who was like testifying in front of the United States Congress in July, which was uh, all, which is all just lots of. Uh, I have seen some shit, but I am not allowed to talk about any of it. Uh, so yeah, ask and- me what you'd like, but I can't talk about any of the answers that you want to hear. And a lot of it wasn't even I've seen some shit. It's a guy who saw some shit told me. In a, yeah. a lot of those cases, what he was saying. So I don't know. No, that that is not connected. But that's 
that's more around uh they call it uap now normal ufo on the and what does that stand UAPs. for now uh, that is a very good question let's look it up UAP. united Acro. arab probe spaceship emirates no I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> unidentified anomalous phenomena Ugh. so it's not just flying objects anymore it's anomalous phenomena they just made it vaguer. It's a broader term yeah. now. I and I think the reason for it is it's in a lot of cases it's not necessarily flying stuff anymore. I mean, I'm not speaking specifically about the things that this guy is talking about. That may mm-hmm. be secret US or secret other governments with uh working on various military projects or things like that. It could be. But in some of these cases, like where they're talking about seeing it triangle object move in ways that no other object can move and they're taking pictures of it from a lens that has a triangle shaped shutter it's kind of like eh, that's that's a trick of the light so it's not even a flying object it's anomalous right. phenomena so i think those that's why it was expanded in that way but by the way if i can get back to the the uh rush or roush i think r-u-s-c-h yeah. i think it's less but you know if you want to talk to somebody who says, yo, I talked to somebody who said they spoke to someone else and they said they saw some shit. I could make it way more exciting than that fucking stiff did. <laughs> yeah. It was the most boring shit I ever saw. It was like, remember putting on um, C-SPAN when you were a kid and they'd just be showing the Senate. It's like, who yeah. the fuck watches this? This is terrible. Yeah. No, <laughs> no wonder they're allowed. They're able to just, pull off whatever the fuck they want in there because nobody can stand stomach watching it long enough. Yeah, like watching it's fucking flies exhausting. fuck on drying paint. Yeah. Yeah. That I don't know. That sounds kind of fun. <laughs> like there's the panic that they're stuck, but they're also like still kind of into it. Maybe. I don't know. If, I don't know. That's a question, I guess, for scientists too. Do flies enjoy that or is it just like a, a thing that they do? No, like so I I think it's kind of, it's got to have like any I feel like all all reproduction at least I won't say all I, like above like above a multicellular organism uh it's there there has to be some type of reward system in place yeah, I would makes think. sense. Otherwise, why the fuck would you do it? Yeah, <laughs> knowing the outcome. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that the potential consequences are what they are, and the amount of people yeah. that are just like, I do not care. I, yeah. This this is gonna feel awesome for forty to forty two seconds tops. <laughs> and then I can However, regret it for the rest of my life, and it's like I don't care. So yeah, you're yeah, gonna I end think... up in, in in three quarters of a year. You're gonna get a very needy roommate. <laughs> <laughs> Which a, a needy and a noisy roommate, and uh... yeah, they're usually loud. The smaller they are, the louder they are, and the more stuff they have. Uh, well. Funny you should mention that because uh, on my wedding day, my wife confirmed that she will have a needy, noisy roommate who has a lot more things than he should. 
being yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> that's you yeah. yeah that's pretty awesome yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyways All right. uh, what are we talking about oh, yeah so we're talking, uh, about, so, an alien. So we've, well, we're talking we've, about the ufo either way <laughs> or the uap yeah um I don't know exactly what we were saying. Yeah, this guy Roosh. This is not connected to the uh, the aliens. It's something right. completely different. Yeah, and I would like just to level set, just to remind everyone that's listening, with the current technology that we have, to get to the nearest star would take about sixty thousand years. So that's longer than recorded human history to this point. So, if there is a species out there that's capable of interstellar travel, either with the technology we have, that means they've been traveling for fucking ever, so I don't know that they're going to send two, or they have more advanced technology than us, in that case, again, it's you know us versus chimpanzees, it's the same kind of level, that, that's what we're chimpanzees to whatever species that would be that's capable of, of interstellar travel at faster than what we have so the idea that two crashed here when did and they said they found these bod these aliens in peru a thousand years ago or something like, but before spanish people came to peru when it was still indigenous people so it's like before that and so the like it's how Right off the bat, how did they preserve them? How did they figure out how to mummify uh, alien carcasses so that you can still get, like, how does it not just, what is it made of? I mean, I guess you can mummify, like, we have mummies now. Like, there's human mummies that we found in various places that I think are somewhat preserved through those processes. But that implies that primitive humans found these things and mummified them and buried them and it wasn't like you would think if they found them and mummified them they would be in something grander i would say beings from the sky like there would be something they wouldn't just like oh hide these under a rock let's mummify them and then stick them away yeah like there'd, there'd be some kind of awesome temple or something like that yeah. something something resembling uh the final shot of uh, Indiana Jones four, you know, something neat like that, which on the scope of Indiana Jones, it was still very unspectacular, but I mean, aliens. Yeah. Uh, the, well, and that's also assuming that they're like carbon based, right? Like that too. If, if you're based out of, if, if you're a, life based off of a different element on the periodic table uh you would decompose very differently like sure that's that's the whole thing about uh atomic numbers like they all they all have like a different uh half-life and decomposition rate and stuff like that based off of right I mean, and, that and the by the way elements. is the smartest sentence I've ever pulled out of my ass whether or not it's right <laughs> or wrong no, that, that was right. That was 100% wow. right. But, but different chemicals, obviously, are more stable than others. Different chemicals can bond better than others. So, or different elements, I should say. 
So like carbon is very good at building lattices kind of to allow more complex things to come into, into existence or, or to, to thrive. So that's why carbon based is so easy compared to, uh, even I guess silicon based is the, the second most likely for a life form to be based on, uh, because it kind of does different things, but it would be completely different to us. It would probably be more rigid and, uh, you know, wouldn't move much if it's silicon based. So, but yeah, you're hundred percent right. That assuming it's carbon based, assuming that it breeds oxygen, uh, similar to us, like, I don't know, maybe it's figured out some other way of, of, uh, metabolizing that doesn't need oxygen evolution. Silly. And even like, uh, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead or not, so maybe not. I'll, but they, like one of the things that they brought up, in or one of the headlines because you can get the whole story from headlines apparently <laughs> i watched a couple of videos and it was like there is nothing new in any of these fucking videos it's all on the yeah. headlines uh one of them was definitely female and had eggs inside like th- again that's assuming that all things reproduce with eggs yeah. in the entire universe right that was Brian Cox's criticism. You know, big, uh, big fans of him on this show. But uh, he said that the odds, like the fact that they're bipedal and the fact that eggs and stuff like that, it, it's very, very earth oriented. And it's assuming it, it seems too convenient and, and yet also unimaginative at the same time that it's kind of like mixing elements of earth based things and they have fucking et heads yeah they they look like arguably the most popular alien of the last 40 years (laughs) right he just happened to look like that steven spielberg was right this whole time (laughs) he got in there and found out he was ripping he was ripping off of uh off of these ETs, and now they look like fakes because he came out with it first. <laughs> it's like that's that same shit. Like when you're a kid, or at least with me, because I'm incredibly stubborn. But where if like you're like I'm gonna go clean my room, and you have the idea in your head, and your parent will walk by and be like, "Make sure you clean your room." And it's like, well, it's now it's gonna seem like it was your idea. Now I don't want to fucking do it. Like, <laughs> right. Just. <laughs> Which, by the way, is a very healthy way to deal with things, I would like to point out. (laughs) Very healthy, gets a lot of shit done in your life, really helps move your life along if you just stick to your guns like that. Funny story, my my cousin used to live downstairs from me and her husband, so we got close because we obviously live near each other. Mm -hmm. So he was telling the story about uh, he was actively cleaning. Like he said, he had a sponge. He was at the kitchen counter. He was spraying stuff and he was, you know, actually wiping stuff down. And my cousin walked up behind him and went, um, and he went, you do it. And just threw it up and walked up. (laughs) (laughs) Same same vein as that. Like, don't come over here and tell me to clean better. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If If you'd like to comb through and check for typos afterwards and... You know, do some spell check for me by all means, but <laughs> <laughs> you're getting this screenplay or I'm quitting. That's what that is. 
Yeah. So, mm. and not to sound too down on these aliens because it sounds cool and there's supposedly they were tested and a scientist said that they came from single cell, uh, not single cell, single skeletons with a non-terrestrial uh, origin. But that was only one scientist. Uh, there wasn't any peer review of, the, of that work yet. And the scientist that did it is closely associated with the Alien Project. I don't know if you've heard of that. I think, if, if I remember the article correctly, I think the guy's name was Julio Scientist, if I am not mistaken. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, are you the scientist? He was like, I'm a scientist. <laughs> and they're like, you'll do. Let's get you up here, man. Family of scientists. (laughs) Oh, yeah. My parents were scientists. Their parents were scientists. (laughs) Come to the right place, my friend. (laughs) So the the alien project is the group that. So after the aliens were first discovered, this is back in 2017. So these aliens have been making the rounds for quite some time now. They're just starting to get news now, and we'll get to why later. But So they were found in 2017, and shortly afterward, this crowdfunded project, the Alien Project, so they have, there's still a link out there for anyone who wants to donate money to them that said they're going to test these aliens, and they're uh, determined to, to find out whether these, this kind of thing is true. Um, on their website, in the description, it actually says, you can trust us. No one would want to know whether or not these aliens are real or fake more than we would. Like, it's, <laughs> it's very, very, I don't know. It sounds like something <laughs> a scammer would say. No, no, no. We, we really want to find this out. Yeah. and it's... We just need your money to do so, but you can trust us. The first few versions of the shirt, they got it back from the printer. They're like, God damn it. You did it in the alternating lowercase capital letters, sarcastic font. People are going <laughs> to know that we mean it if, the, if you do that. All, I don't care which one, upper or lowercase. Just pick one, and that's it, and we're moving forward. <laughs> God damn it. And the print shop was like, because we thought you were sarcastic. I didn't know this was okay. <laughs> fair. It's fine. No, we really meant it this time. <laughs> <laughs> so they say they didn't find the body, but they have a contact, and this is who found the body. It's his name is Luis Quispe or Quispe. I'm not sure if I'm for that pronouncing that correctly. Mm-hmm. AKA Paul R. That's so he either goes by one of those two names. And this gentleman is also the aliens project contact to grave robbers. So he's they basically saying that the guy that found these alien bodies is a mummy runner. Which I bet you didn't know was a thing. No. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I know I certainly would be if there was one behind me. Hey, um, <laughs> I'd be quite frightened of said mummies. <laughs> but all right, yeah, I get the 
Grave Robbers sounds so much cooler than Mummy Runners. Mummy Runner, the implication there is they're going into archaeological site. Like, Mummy automatically conjures an image of you're getting into an old thing that was there, where Grave Robber is just, yo, show me a fucking cemetery. Yeah, you're fucked up. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's anything. the thing. He's he's not breaking into the grave, and like the grave robbers are doing that. They're the ones going in and getting the mummy out. He's the mummy runner. He's the one that moves it from them to the buyer. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so he's the contact in that, the middleman. Man, there's a fucking middleman for everything. Right? Someone's got to. Like yeah, it, it's it's there's always somebody who doesn't want to get their hands completely dirty, but they also don't want a different job. Yeah, <laughs> they also don't want to. <laughs> they also don't want to show up somewhere five to seven days a week. Right, they're all not <laughs> putting on a suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have have you ever considered gotten out of um, gotten out of uh, running corpses? And what? Put on a tie and work a fucking nine to five? No, fuck you, man. <laughs> what am I, an asshole? <laughs> then I'm just one of them. <laughs> How do you get a mummy over the border? It's not like. Remember in Cheech and Chong, the van was made out of weed. That's how they got it across the border. Because it's like. <laughs> You just put a mummy in the trunk or like maybe a secret compartment or something like that. I don't, I don't Either know, that risky. or you or you have to fucking like prop him up in the passenger seat and like weekend at Bernie's, <laughs> Bernie's when, when you get to the fucking <laughs> when you get to the border. <laughs> weekend at Tootin Commons. <laughs> <laughs> You guys coming from Mexico? Why is he so pale? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, officer. He doesn't want to answer questions. He's so dumb. Sometimes I swear his brains got pulled right out of his nose. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah. So this mummy running guy. Yeah. So and and this is all backstory, right? This all happened in in the past five to six years. Um, other people have have already stated that they think that this is a hoax way before the most public public recent public appearance. So what the Alien Project did is they turned to a gentleman named Jamie Mossan. Mossan, um, he is a, a quote unquote journalist and basically doing PR for this. And he's the guy that kind of brought it out in Mexico and, and turned this whole thing into something where now we're talking about it. Um, here's a list of Jamie Masson's greatest hits. Uh, oh, he's man. also known for presenting a strange being dubbed the Metapec creature. Uh, and it turned out to be a skinned monkey. Um, he championed <laughs> a hoax called the Roswell Slides in 2015. They said it was a photo of an alien body, but it turned out to be a mummified two-year-old boy. If there isn't a water park in Roswell, New Mexico called the Roswell Slides yet, they are dropping the fucking ball. (laughs) It's right there. It fucking writes itself. All you got to do is set up the fucking water park. How hard could that be? 
Yeah. There's so many things with Roswell that you could be attracting people with an alien-based theme park. Right. Every slide you go through, it's like in the dark, and you go around a corner, and there's like a glow-in-the-dark head, and you, ah, and then you go in a fucking pool, and then you get out, and you fucking do it again, because it's hot, yeah. and it's New Mexico. It's all year round. What are you doing? Yeah. Well, and you need like a, when you know, you walk into the... Whatever, there's a Disney character or there's a Warner Brothers character. If you're at Six Flags, just have a fucking alien mascot. Big green yeah. head. Yeah. Dude. Jesus Christ, we're giving you this for free, New Mexico. We're handing it to you. No, we're not because we are cutting this out like that other part of the episode where we were giving stock tips. That's right. So we are going to. You guys have never heard that. Yep. Just like <laughs> aliens, you've never heard of them. You just men in black here. It will just be the next episode of Under the Guise of Science will be coming to you live from our new homes in Roswell, New Mexico, where we just purchased <laughs> a lot of real estate. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. I wish I had uh, money. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I would God. do all this cool shit. <sighs> yeah. We're trying. We're trying yeah. our best. Uh, we We both now have second jobs, technically, so... Yeah, we're 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 out here hustling. We're trying. We'll make it. We'll make the ridiculous fucking happen. If we we are the people that you want to give your money to, because we're handsome. Uh... <laughs> 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 All right. So the Roswell slides. This guy was tied to. Oh yeah, I. What was He's that? Not, the first not... thing. <laughs> that was the, the second of... thing. So the, oh okay. Yeah, this, right. there was the skin monkey first, and then okay. the, the two year old mummy. He's not. We're not done. He also claimed to discover the demon fairy. This is 2016, um, and it turned out to be a conglomeration of a bat, wooden sticks, unseen epoxy, and other items designed for designed to deceive. But not until after he sold it for ten thousand dollars. And the last one. Oh, sorry. I am sorry. I, I just I, the ideas are coming to me for fucking and. If there is not a brand of epoxy called unseen epoxy yet, like that's what you want. You don't want the epoxy to be visible. Right. That's the goal. <sighs> so you don't know there's epoxy there. Maybe I, that is a brand name. And that's what he used. <laughs> <laughs> for, for their sake, I hope so. But the amount of times that a thing like this will come up and I'll be like, I'll, I'll be yelling it at home. And sometimes I'll be saying it to Larn, and sometimes I'll just be saying it really loudly to myself. And I'm like, how the fuck aren't they doing this? And she would go, because they didn't call you. All right? They didn't call you. <laughs> so it's it just it hasn't happened. If you'd like to pursue it, then by all means. But <laughs> Well, why didn't they call? Because I'm sitting here with this idea. <laughs> right. I have so many good ideas, and nobody's talking to me until you. So thank you. Yeah. Thanks for talking to me. <laughs> Absolutely. I love your ideas. If I had a marketing department, you would be it. <laughs> you you get some products and I will fucking market every last one of them. Deal. Sweet. All we need now is money. Do it. <clears throat> All right. Well, thankfully, Anywho. thankfully we're handsome enough that <laughs> people will give so. us their money. 
Um, all right. So, uh, uh, Unseen Epoxy was the uh, the demon fairy, right? Yeah. Okay. So the last thing is he is also there's there's apparently something called the UFO Watchdog Hall of Shame list, and Jamie Musan is on that for repeated UFO related false claims and fraud attempts. So this is the guy that's going to bat for these aliens that were found in Peru and presented in Mexico to say that that they were real. So there's all of this shady stuff where people are trying to make money. It's like you can clearly like I don't usually believe obviously the stupid conspiracy theories like the flat earth and all that kind of stuff. But where there's something like you can follow the money and see directly how someone would benefit from this. It's really like, yeah, when the smoke is fire to an extent. Yeah. And all right. And so, so to be clear, ju- just to sum up on, on the, the fucking oceans 11 of scumbags that we have so far of the team that they've <laughs> assembled. So we have, we have somebody who is a middleman for running mummies. We have a guy who has, all those incredibly bullshit things that we just discussed vouching for all of it. And there was like one other guy in the, in the beginning, right? The, That's the, the, the alien project. That was the, the, the group behind yeah. the original, we will test this mummy. Right. 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 It's a, yeah. yeah, it's, it's the same. Like, were they all in the same fucking frat? Like, that's what this sounds like. They all, Pledged the same fraternity like fucking 30 years ago where in in the u.s it it translates into the biggest scumbags fucking being able to hoodwink everybody but in mexico it's just eh, well we, we do it on a much smaller feasible scale here yeah and i mean maybe that's why they, they went there instead of here yeah um the 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 thing that I saw in one of the one or two of the BBC videos that I watched about it and I, f- I forget which thing and if I'm jumping ahead on you the no, it's all. they kept bringing they kept bringing up uh if or, or it was people asking uh members of NASA or scientists of NASA what how they felt about this and they would say well what i would say about this is i can't speak to any of it because i haven't seen any of it uh but if it is true real uh what truly what you say it is then please share the samples so the entire scientific community can look at this and the more data there is on this the more we can learn from this yeah but yeah, I, be, because of all this and everything that you were just saying right off the bat about all those uh, uh, nefarious jerks, like it's all right. Uh, we definitely have this, but only some of us can see it because the rest of you wouldn't understand it. Like that's like the yeah, <laughs> and the amount of money that they would make off giving it, like you would win a Nobel for finding alien life. Like yeah, you, that's a million, right? It, and there's, it's not like scientists want to keep this a secret. Like, they would love if this was real. They would flip out. You know how much money we spend on looking for life on other planets? Like, this would be fucking phenomenal if this was real. Yeah, share, let, let's do some peer review. Share it with some people. But yeah, like, it's si- probably not going to happen. 
most scientists are even the best of the best. Uh, like if you're not teaching at a school or yeah, or being a professor somewhere, like you're out in the field and you're not making a lot of money. You're doing the thing that you love to do, but like you, you need grant money. Yeah. Like you need somebody to give you money and what would give you grant money? What would give you more money than you could ever possibly imagine than having actual evidence of life on another fucking planet? Yeah. And or real live or real ex- extraterrestrial body. Yeah. Like that's that's what the beginning of Jurassic Park is about. Like actual scientists being like, "Oh man, wish we had some money." And it's like, "Well, you guys are really good at your job, so come look at this shit, and I'll give you a bunch of money." It's like, "Cool, great, done." Yeah, let's do it. Whatever you <laughs> yeah. want to do, whatever will get me out of fucking Montana for a weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah. Nice. I like that we're both that's where the, real angry about this one. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where like the, all the, uh, the the nonsense comes in about big science lying to you and stuff like that. It, there, there is no big science. They're not lying. They would. They're like we've said before. There is nothing a scientist loves more than proving another scientist wrong. And, and if the first scientist is right, they they go, ah, eh, I guess he was right. Let's name it after him. Yeah, Whatever it is. That's your victory, is we're calling this thing you because none of us could beat you. Yeah. That's why it's hawking radiation, because they were like, they were until they proved it, they were calling it this bullshit that this fucking right, asshole yeah. is trying to pass <laughs> off as real. And then they figured it out. It's like, holy fuck. All right. This is hawking radiation. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, Norm MacDonald doing his Lou Gehrig impression. Did you ever see that? Where he gives the, <laughs> he says, today I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. He gives that speech, the crowd cheers. Yeah. And then he says, no, no, I was being sarcastic. You guys didn't pick up on that. I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> I have a disease that's so rare, it's named after me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> Good old Norm. Fucking shit. I don't know if I said this here. I definitely said it a few times in the actual real world. I don't know that before or since of a celebrity dying, specifically a comedian, that I was so upset, like angry, and then I don't know that I laughed harder in the next two to three months for the Just amount watching of- watching everything. Yeah, and it wasn't it, it, sure. It was uh, like the the fantasy football text group that we're in, but it it was not limited to that. It was no. It was with my parents. It was with cousins. It was with just anybody and everybody that I don't. I was in a text group with because you just get one like holy shit. I have to share that. I know the person that'll like this particular one. Like it's. He said some real wild shit that would get a lot of people upset, but he also said some like innocent fucking silly shit that yeah. I can very easily share with most of my family that is my parents, brothers, and sisters, which is a roundabout way of saying aunts and uncles. 
I just realized. <laughs> but but no, ex- yeah, extended yeah. family, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't just limited to text. It was all over uh, like Twitter. And I don't know if it was just my algorithm because I was watching it so much, but I, I, it was popping up on everything. Yeah. Anything related to him. It, yeah. it, every, every day for close to a hundred days after he passed away was just, I'm going to laugh really hard today eventually because somebody's going to send me something. Like, that's yeah. and this is I definitely feel my this is this is probably the uh this is probably the alcohol getting into my brain at this point now. But like that feels like when they'd be like mourn the Pharaoh for a hundred days and it was like nobody demanded we do this. Like you were just awesome and everybody fucking laughed yeah. at you the whole time. And that's what it was. Every day, like you were reminded of another reason that this guy was like so it wasn't unique. forced we 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 mourned it because he deserved it yeah yeah and and it wasn't just us any podcast you listen to like within a couple of months after he died or at least that was comedy based anyway it was just like fucking norm man and everyone would have a norm yeah. story everyone would have their favorite norm bit that they remember him doing on whatever show he was doing and each each story was more ridiculous than the, than the next but also like so and then going the other end of the spectrum just man you were going to talk for an entire segment on Conan and you were going to tell an eight and a half minute joke about a moth (laughs) just to make everybody angry (laughs) yeah make himself laugh at everyone's expense yeah (laughs) fucking fearless his his, uh, who did he roast was it Shatner Oh, Bob Saget. When oh, he was Saget, uh, Saget, that's it, yeah. Yeah, when, like, that was, like, th- that one and the, the couple before it was, like, when people were really leaning into, like, where it, it was no longer just, like, necessarily friends of people who, like, the old Dean Martin ones. Like, it was all right. the Rat Pack and their friends. And they all knew each other and actually hung out together. Like this most recent incarnation of it at that point was just who's the hot young comedians right now. Who's going to say the meanest thing they possibly can about everybody, which. Yeah. That's not the whole thing. There's more to it than that. Some of it's got to be said with love kind of thing. And which Norm and Bob Saget were great friends with each other. And Norm just went the other way with it. Yeah. Norm, Norm went old timey, like, corny jokes but and and you could feel i i think someone else it's been said before but like his first two jokes everyone was like those weren't really good and then the third one it was like everyone caught on like yeah oh they're not good on purpose and they're so bad they're funny and it took her around the other way and now he, he was he was brilliant at that kind of stuff where it was meta joking yeah, like I, I don't remember who it was. I it might have been directed at uh, Bob Saget, but it was uh, Bob. If you have to use the restroom tonight, uh, you'll notice two bathrooms: one that says uh, "ladies" and one that says "gentlemen." Uh, you'll want to go in the one that. Uh, oh, fuck! I'm butchering it already. Pay, pay it no mind. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Pay no heed. <laughs> go right in. You'll find no, no door bathroom. that says scoundrel anywhere. 
<laughs> find no door that the, it says scoundrel anywhere. <laughs> And at one point he was looking, <laughs> he, he says, uh, he was saying, uh, you're a real skin flint, you know, uh, you're real cheap. You're a real skin flint. It, uh, <laughs> it says here on this card that you <laughs> are a skin flint. <laughs> like, <laughs> just gesturing to the cards in his hands. <laughs> right. That he wrote. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, he good was job, good. Norm Macdonald. We do miss you. Yeah, but we have to. We have to talk science. Absolutely. We, on. we have to. We have to carry <laughs> on and keep talking about scoundrels of the third kind. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, so I was looking at this alien, yeah? He's he one of these. <laughs> but uh, so, like we were saying, though, that there's all this research that goes into actually looking out to other planets and other places to try to find life or even just try to find another planet that could potentially uh, sustain life. So there is a new exoplanet that's been found that is about eight times the earth of uh, the, uh eight times the math of the earth so we got a, a super super earther out there but it looks like it's covered in ocean so this was uh the james webb um and it's k218b that's the name of the exoplanet um and it looks like not only is it ocean covered but there's they detect possibility because again this is all through the spectrometer and all that kind of stuff but it looks like there could be carbon bearing carbon bearing molecules including methane and carbon dioxide um which is a big deal yeah uh another thing that they found is or potentially found is something called dimethyl sulfide um which is another potential sign of life um and i thought if you're not a fan of hardcore, you're not going to care, but the initials for that are DMS. So the fact that DMS is a potential sign of life means <laughs> that there could be hardcore on other planets, which is kind of cool. Maybe this ocean also has a med ball. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so you know how there's all the things that DMS stands for, like a uh, dirty money syndicate or uh, Doc Martin, Doc Martin Stomp, Stomp and... Yeah. Demonstrate my style. If they had yeah. shirts that said dimethyl sulfate. <laughs> oh, my God. Get Freddie on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who the other two people in that cross section are, but I can't wait to meet them. <laughs> <laughs> we probably already know them. <laughs> Do you like physics and hardcore? No. <laughs> Interesting. Why not? <laughs> oh, man. Yes, but, yeah, so it seems like it could have a hydrogen-rich atmosphere and an ocean-covered surface, which, if it's in the Goldilocks zone, which it appears to be, 
Like there's this place has potential for for life to have evolved there. It is again, if it's eight times the mass of the earth, we would just go there and our bones would break. So it's not not habitable for humans. And again, just a egg like is probably larger theoretically like in the overall yeah. uh diameter spheres have diameter yes okay yeah, yeah. it's All not right. only more massive but yeah it's it's larger it's also significantly larger so it yeah because it, it's still rock it's not like you can like when you're talking about stars where it, it's gas the density it can get a lot closer but it's still right. a rocky planet it's okay. still yeah, right so solid it's a, it's a, yeah. Rocks still weigh stuff. Last time yeah. I checked. Okay. They do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is the around 55 to one hour mark, which means that that's usually when I have to go pee. And tonight okay. is no different. No surprise. Okay. Do you, do you want me to... Uh, Oh, here, yeah, here we go. Uh, yeah, the crowd is uh, gonna let them let you know how uh, <laughs> how excited they are for you to be able to speak on your own. This is what they've been waiting for. This whole please, time. <laughs> please settle down. No, come, come on now. No. Okay. You're still there. All right. Charlie left. Um, so astrobiology in general, that's the, uh, the search for life on other planets. It's an actual discipline. Uh, people dedicate their lives to it. So when it comes to these uh, potential aliens that were found, I don't know why astrobiologists have not been consulted. That seems to be the logical thing to do is turn them over to someone who has dedicated their life to finding life on other planets and go, hey, is this that? Pretty Seems pretty straightforward. Easy thing to do, but has not happened. Um, instead... They are requesting donations on their uh, basically GoFundMe or whatever version of GoFundMe. It's U L E L E. It's not a real word, but it's how you can give them money if you would like them <laughs> to steal your money. Um, so, yeah. Like we said, the uh, search for life on other planets starts with, we've talked about this in previous episodes, so I'm not losing Charles too much here, but it starts with looking at other stars um, and the spectrometer or spectroanalysis or whatever the hell they call it is what's used to find out A, what the star is made of, um, and then B, if there is repeatable or uh, what's the word I'm looking for when there's dimness and it seems like it's, it's every so often and it's recurring, I guess, recurring dimness, 
they look for that, and that's called the transit method of identifying exoplanets or anything that could potentially be orbiting a star, passing in front of it, and causing it to dim. And from the spectral analysis that they've done from the star, they get a good idea of what the chemical makeup is of the star, what actual elements are coming out of it. And when this exoplanet passes in front of it, the spectral analysis would change because you have a different object now. And from that, they can actually tell or believe they can tell what the uh, atmosphere of said exoplanet could be made of. So um, pretty cool that they found this one that they think seems to be covered in ocean and have various signs of uh, early signs of potential life. I don't know. The idea that we're not alone, I guess, is... I wouldn't even want to say comforting. I think it, that like it's obvious that we're not alone. We can't be alone. It doesn't make any sense for this to be the only place that, can, that it happened. It makes sense that it's rare. It makes sense that uh, complex life like we are is probably crazy rare. Um, which is why I don't think that anything has evolved close enough that it is capable of flying here in, in, in their own lifetime. And if they are, they're so much more advanced than we are. It, we're not going to find them crashed and, you know, mom and dad didn't come look or whatever the case may be. If, if they're looking, they're either looking to make contact or they're looking for resources. So if they didn't make contact, I don't know, mothership's coming looking for resources. Welcome back, Charles. Thanks. I agree. Something you said about the resources is correct. Yeah, it's just saying, like, the idea that the aliens came for what? Like, what? why do you go to another planet? In our case, we're looking to make contact. We're, we're trying to find another species or another life on another planet to say, okay, we're not alone. The only other reason would be where we ran out of resources on the home planet and we need yours. Either way, you would be aware of the aliens' presence, either because they were making contact with people or because they were fucking killing you to take the Earth. <laughs> yeah, why would they? Yeah, like you've you've seen how every other exploration of a new world went on Earth. Or a new place went on Earth, and it's yeah, yeah, it's just rape, pillage, murder, flags, and murder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's not forget everyone's favorite plunder. Plunder was also a big one. <laughs> big plunder fans on this planet. Yep, plundered and pruned <laughs> the hedges, many small villages. <laughs> And rode the women and raped the horses. <laughs> Which sidebar, that is when Martin Short and Steve Martin became friends. They are still friends to this day. They were already uh, somewhat established in their own right. Well, Steve Martin definitely was. Martin Short was yeah. kind of coming into his own at that point. Uh, just a few years prior to Inner Space, uh, Martin Short. Okay. Uh, 
that friendship has like they've done stuff together since they've been really good friends since and it has gotten to the point where they have been touring together for the last two years and the cheap seats because i was trying to get this for a birthday present the cheap seats are 600 plus per wow in the roof of a theater absolutely good for them Good for them. Very, yeah. very good for them. I'm glad that they're able to do that and people are able to do that. But God damn it, I cannot. <laughs> I cannot yeah, I won't, afford I that as a yeah. present. <laughs> so we're going to miss our car payment this month because I want to go see Steve Martin and Martin Short. <laughs> Make fun of each other about how much they suck to one another. Yeah. <laughs> I do notice, though, there is no Chevy Chase on that tour. There is not. (laughs) (laughs) There is not. What's hilarious and kind of sad at the same time is every terrible thing you've heard about Chevy Chase is barely the tip of the iceberg. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Dan Harmon, who uh, created Community and wrote a bunch of it, uh, talked about how crazy it was that the more the the more into the show they got, the more indecipherable the character of Pierce and Chevy Chase, the actor, actually were. Oh, really? Yeah, just because Pierce is uh, an an old, out of touch unapologetically narcissist yeah racist (laughs) selfish narcissist sexist all everything that ends in ist right he is and it just like that's who he was between takes like it was indistinguishable when he was or wasn't in character which again is unfortunate fun to work with yeah (laughs) yeah um yeah a Dan Harmon rabbit hole isn't... We don't have enough time for that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I do want to talk about SETI. Yeah, what is what is SETI? Because I hear it gets SETI. talked about in movies a lot. And that's like they're... It is. They bring up SETI and then they're like, oh, that means they're talking... That means they really are talking about aliens. Like, that's... Yeah. That, that's the thing it's supposed to have. But what does it mean? What does it do? So SETI is the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Um, And it's basically just looking out to space. We're trying to find intelligent civilizations that are outside of Earth. I do Um, like that that they put intelligence at the end. Like they were very clear about like, nope, intelligence is going to be here because we're Cause it's not like, hey, you guys want to come to space Mardi Gras, you know, or some shit like that. It's like, no, it's we, <laughs> we're and it's it's more doing than that life, right? Yeah, <laughs> All right, we got that here. Yeah. yeah, it's more than just looking for the 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 slime, like Brian Cox says. We were looking for intelligent life. So, like again, I feel like you're just driving like- part driving point the home that we do already have Mardi Gras here that we already <laughs> we're, we already don't need to look for the slime and the gross and right. 
<laughs> Beating a dead horse is what I'm getting at, Christopher. <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, they do things like uh, radio searches. So scanning for what are known as narrowband signals, basically, which would be something sent by somebody or a signal sent by a thing. Because apparently we do that. We send radio signals out into space, just hopefully that somebody finds it to try to, you know, in, in this ocean to say, hey, we're here. Um, now, so, and th- this might be too specific of a thing, but you know how every time that there's every, well, not every time that there's, I'm already starting this sentence off stumbling out of the gate. Uh, like <laughs> like a meme, it'll it'll be like, uh, in 1997, for 17 straight minutes, uh, NASA was getting a signal from somewhere else that was saying something, and no one knows where it yeah. came from. Like that kind of vague, right. vague bullshit. Like that's clickbaity stuff. Yeah, like is that? It, it's obviously implying that they were getting some type of that back from somewhere yes or just something that originated from somewhere else not even that we're getting it back some other uh species or planetary existence is sending that out as well and just have so for the most part we figured those out and the answer is not what you would expect but it's still pretty cool um they are known as frbs fast radio bursts and uh, it was, yeah, oh, it seemed very regular. Like there was some kind of pulse coming at us. And we didn't know what the hell it was. We thought it could be extraterrestrial generated. But it turns out by looking in the same spot, uh, you know, honing in on what we, where we think it's coming from versus what we see in the sky, all that kind of stuff, that they are from pulsars or magnetars which are just neutron stars that are spinning crazy fast. And neutron stars are, like we said, made up of, of, it's basically like a giant neutron, or it's just everything squished to where electrons and protons get pushed together and positive and negative cancel out and it becomes neutral. So you get just this dense, there's, there's nothing pushing it apart. So it's the neutrons are so close together that it's, one of, if not the densest thing that you can still actually see. It's like the next scale up before we collapse to a black hole. So, but they're, they're not, I don't know, I I guess a a regular um, neutron star might be a little bit more stable, but the, the faster spinning ones actually, as they spin, because the, the, the crazy gravitational forces and the speed that they spin at, the shell kind of cracks a little bit or leaves like a gap. So in in cases like with these magnetars, where it's just a crazy strong magnetic field, every time that gap faces us, it's like, boom, a pulse coming at us. So if the thing is spinning and and we're talking like, I don't know, dozens of times or hundreds of times per second that these, that the the revolution is is like, it's and how big, how big are these things? They're not, I mean, they're star size, so they're, they're big compared to like a planet or something like that, but they're not big compared to other stars because they do collapse and they're smaller, but you know, they're, they're huge, but it's one of those things where 
if you had a teaspoon of it, it weighs more than Manhattan. That kind of, you know, the old standard right, physics absolutely. measurement. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Manhattan is a standard standard ruler in physics. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's so dense that a small amount of it is is crazy heavy. But like so, but to put it into into Compared to Earth, how big are these things? Are is is it between Earth and the Sun in size? Is it around the Sun? Bigger than that. A couple times the Sun's mass. Okay. A couple times, and and so when it comes to size, it's probably diameter wise, it might be close to the Sun, like as far as the the size of the thing goes. Okay. So maybe even smaller in some cases, but yeah. With that being said, there are. A, a couple of things I'll, I'll name at least two <laughs> on okay. on the planet like between hummingbirds or bees or flies where it's like these things flap their wings hundreds of times per second so this picture how tiny those things are now something the size of the sun is yeah. spinning around as as many times as that thing at the same rate that tiny thing flaps its wings right the amount of energy to get that to do that is huge if if only there was a word for astronomical because then that was (laughs) (laughs) but it seriously that's 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 absolutely crazy and also, since you took a sip and didn't start talking yet, I do want to point out that you did set this little bit up like an awesome news anchor. You were like, you didn't say up next, but had you set up next? Like, up next, uh, those things in space uh, are not what they seem to be, but they are still pretty cool. More after this. <laughs> <laughs> At 11. (laughs) But first, here's Chuck with sports. Chuck. (laughs) Hi, Frank. Speaking of pretty cool, the Packers were playing at home tonight. (laughs) The And that shit. Anyway. Yeah. Romeo Dobbs pulling it in like a magnetar. If you look right here, when we slow it down, you can see where it fused into his being because of how strong his magnetic force is that he gives off. <laughs> so, huh. but if you ever hear of the, the last thing I want to say about SETI is they have a subdivision called Medi, because why not? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> SETI is the search for extraterrestrial extraterrestrial intelligence. Mm-hmm. Medi is messaging to extraterrestrial extraterrestrial intelligence. So SETI are the people looking for signals, and many of the people just mass emailing the universe. And then there's the other subdivision of that uh, where they're being cutesy, almost flirty. Uh, it, it's called uh, feeling receptive extraterrestrial intelligence, and that is called Freddy. <laughs> And there's my joke. (laughs) 
I would love to be a big bird in Andromeda and receive something from Mitty and open it up and have it say, we've been trying to contact you about your car's <laughs> insurance. Or extended warranty. Damn it. I couldn't remember the yeah. joke. But yeah. Well, then, no, that would be Fweddy. That would be fucking with extraterrestrial <laughs> intelligence. <laughs> And I don't know when they're going to come up with that, but I am on board with that as well. We are going to do the Nigerian Prince. We are going to do extended warranty. We're going to do... We have three of your grandchildren held hostage right now, and you have to send us three $100 Walmart gift cards, aliens. (laughs) Listen, aliens, I'm going to send you a check. (laughs) And I need you to cash it and then send me back the rest. <laughs> oh, I'm so down. I'm so down. Let's rip off aliens. Yeah. It'll just be a message that says, do you have WhatsApp? Contact me here. <laughs> just sending out in a message in all different directions. Hey, hey, cutie, love your profile. We should hook up. You want to chat? (laughs) (laughs) And then just send nude pictures of myself into the universe. (laughs) It's a big enough place. Someone's got to be into it. (laughs) And the hyper intelligent whales that live on uh, what the hell was the name of that planet? K two eighteen B. Well, uh, look at this guy. <laughs> we got to get to Earth. Yeah, <laughs> looks like a party. Look at this guy. They say Mardi Gras. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have Mardi Gras anywhere else in the universe. Yeah. We got to get to Earth. <laughs> and we also do feel like we definitely need to make it clear is that even though we are whales. We are attracted to this guy because he's not a whale. He's much smaller. <laughs> Look how in shape this small... guy is, they seem to say. <laughs> <laughs> so two two other things before we go. So we've talked about Mars exploration, that uh, perseverance. The, the cool ass rover name are so we're actively searching there for either past or present microbial life. By the way, uh, again, joke for three people. <laughs> I like saying it like I'm at a press conference. Uh, uh, joke for three people right here. Uh, if they don't send up <laughs> uh, supplementary probes called strength and solitude and then discipline <laughs> and determination to follow up perseverance. They're dropping the ball. There's no. Yeah. What I'm saying is, there's not enough people who are astrophysicists that also listen to hate breed. Is what I'm getting. Look, at. if we're finding DMS out there, it only makes sense to name hate breed <sighs> labeled songs and have the meat. Yeah. Mission Scarhead. <laughs> <laughs> the search for DMS on exoplanets. <laughs> <laughs> Mission Scarhead, the first 
probe is called You're a Scumbag. Because <laughs> that's a real Scarhead song. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> but the where I was going with this was mm-hmm. we have uh, a future mission called the Europa Clipper that's going out. Um, and because there's some moons in the universe like Europa, which is around Jupiter, and Enceladus, which we've been butchering the pronunciation of that for a few episodes, but that's how it's pronounced Enceladus. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, so why stop this one? <laughs> <laughs> and as we all know, Enceladus, yeah. which is around Saturn. <laughs> Enceladus. <laughs> So as we know, the moon encephalitis, which is also you can get it from mosquitoes, depending on where you live. I I don't remember when that was, but I listened to that episode back, and it was one of those yelling at the because I was in the car, so I was yelling at the dashboard. Encephalitis, you moron! How do you not know how to pronounce? It? Yeah. There's a difference between no bourbon Chris and few bourbons Chris when it comes to remembering things. <laughs> Not I. It's <laughs> fucking <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Just in regard. <laughs> I would like to reiterate, though, for anyone who doesn't remember, because it sound we sound good. I've listened to a bag. We we're fucking trashed. So you have to keep that in mind at all times. Listening to this podcast, that's the core of it. Yeah, I've I've heard myself drunk, and there are times that I'm listening back, and I'm like. Who is this well-articulated gentleman? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like when Homer res- remembers himself drunk. <laughs> yep, <laughs> with the top hat, yeah. he's telling the joke. Yeah, like, I don't know if you recall, but actually, what happened is, and what's actually happening. <laughs> Yep, that sounds about right. Uh, but uh, the Enceladus Clipper. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. The Europa Clipper. Uh, plans are, because these two moons have subsurface oceans and geysers. So we haven't, we've been looking elsewhere for life. I guess at some point we realized, let's look closer to home. So these places have water. We're going to send something first to Europa. And uh, test it, see what they got. Maybe there's microbes. Maybe there's, you know, pre-life conditions. The uh, prebiotic chemistry, where it's the chemical makeup that could eventually lead to life. Uh, could be nothing. There could be nothing there but water. We don't know. The four to five building blocks, right? Like whatever the uh, those five elements are. Yeah. The building blocks and. Uh... I personally, I am hoping uh, that they break through the surface to get to that uh, sub-ice water and find that it is totally inhabited by uh, Nessies, by Loch Ness monsters, and that Nessie has been an alien this whole time, and just add that layer. And then now they feel that we've been holding Nessie hostage this whole time. So now they're going to declare war and there's going to be a crazy fight of them. They don't have spaceships either because they're awesome aliens. So they're just going to fly through space at us. 
with their clearly not good pleosaur uh, appendages that is not going to help them flap their space well, but it's going to be great. They'll manage. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be s- They'll make it. sending up stealth bombers, and that's going to unite the planet. Our war against the Loch Ness Monsters of Europa. Yes, absolutely. Something has to be. Uh, once we win that, we'll go right back to... Right. I hate you because you look different. Yeah, because then yeah. it's going to be, well, that was a false flag operation. There were no Nessies on Europa. Gonna... <laughs> uh, sadly, you're right. <laughs> Jesse Ventura is going to come out and say that it was a false flag operation. <laughs> I've got uh, somewhere north of 150 dogs. <laughs> <laughs> the best sentence I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Somewhere north of, yeah. <laughs> Just, I don't have time to know whether or not I have more or less than 150 dogs. <laughs> or no, I, I you know, I I I have at least 150 dogs, but I can't tell anything more than that. It's just Right, yeah, that's I stopped counting I, it. I have too much going on on the Baja. <laughs> Will Sasso, Jesse Ventura yeah. impression. We'll share share that link too. Yeah, I think we have in a previous episode. Well, let's we'll share it again. Yeah, because it's great. We'll do it for, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you probably didn't even watch it last time, so we'll share it again, and you should watch it. Oh but, man, what what if we did? It was just a running list of links. Like we never just kept right getting bigger. Yeah, it just keeps compiling and compounding. It's like we'll start watching them and we'll stop sharing them. <laughs> yeah, watch them, write in, tell us you watch them, and then we'll take them off once we get enough people <laughs> saying we watch them. It'll be a ratio okay. of streams to people who've emailed us, which so far is one. <laughs> anyways man we're derailing hard (laughs) last thing and i know we're we're at an hour and a half so i want to wrap up but here on earth we have extremophiles so Organisms that live in extreme conditions, not only live, thrive in extreme conditions. So like the harsh environments that we have here, we find things in the deep ocean where it's crazy cold. We find things in hot, acidic environments where it didn't seem like life was possible. And we we find things in, there was that one cave that was kind of like, I'll see if I can find the link to that. We've talked about it before, but it, it, evolved differently from the rest of the world because it was so isolated where there's organisms in there that are nothing like anything else. So also Yeti crabs from two episodes ago that eat bacteria from the hydrothermal vents. I pay attention when you talk to me, go on. That's right. (laughs) And we just, we just found them in the last 20 years we found them. So like it, it's not crazy to think that, the icy crust of Europa, like there, there might be things that can thrive underneath that because we have it here. Or even 
there's I know Venus they say is inhospitable, but there's acidic lakes on Venus that maybe there is some kind. It's inhospitable for anything that evolved here, but maybe there's some kind of you know single cell life that evolved in these acidic lakes and can deal with the extreme heat and pressure on Venus. Like it, it's it's possible life life uh, finds a way, as Jeff Goldblum would say. <laughs> So just our our idea of life is limited to what we've seen. We and again those aliens being bipedal that's very convenient. We're bipedal because that's how we evolved here, but we don't know that another planet is going to evolve grass that late in the game and then mammals are forced to use their hind legs to be able to see over it and all that good stuff like that doesn't necessarily Happen everywhere. So, and those robots from fucking Interstellar, people made those robots at most within the timeline that we have of that movie. Those robots are 40 to 50 years old, 60 years old, even, and they made them quadrupedal. Sure. What a big jump. But bipedals thought of them. You think fucking. Yeah. Nature in the universe can't figure that out, too? Yeah. The hubris! <laughs> I think so. My word. Right. I mean, there could be a roach planet where roaches became the big sentient thing. And the other thing is six legs. And I don't know. Who the hell fuck? There could be things that we can't even dream about. Right. It could be a, like things with seven legs, maybe even eight legs. A planet of fart clouds. There was a sentient fart cloud on its way to work, <laughs> passing other fart clouds on the train. <laughs> well, surely they can't anything. pass fart clouds. Perhaps they pass carbon-based life forms. Mm. <laughs> Carbon based passes that yeah. kind of gas. You don't know what these far clouds pass. Surely it's it's fair. It's the same mindset as if you get hit on the head and you get amnesia, you get hit on the head a second time, you don't have amnesia anymore. It makes total sense scientifically. Right. That's yeah. It's it's been on it's it, very common. It, it's published. It's pub- right. published fact in the world. If you get a concussion, all you need is another concussion. Right. And then you, you're cured. Yeah. yeah double negatives. It's going to cancel right. each other out. And that is science. Uh, speaking of science, I, <laughs> I do have one final fact that um, uh, regarding this topic, which was surprisingly not nearly about... A- Aliens as I thought it would be. (laughs) (laughs) But um, the fact that I know, or you can help me figure out if this is his bias towards it. I Googled Mexican aliens, uh, Giorgio Sucolos, 2023, and he hasn't said shit about it. Fucking big hair George Sukalos. Is it possible? Oh, okay. Yeah, that motherfucker hasn't even commented on this shit. And it's it's 
as far as they say, a thousand years old. Yeah. Where does where is the threshold for ancient Giorgio? How right. if you're gonna bring in someone on ancient aliens, that's the man. Yeah, where is this motherfucker? Unless he's yeah. unless he's uh sitting back on his laurels and he's like, I got some cool shit that I'm gonna present to you. But I'll bet he doesn't because he hasn't even tweeted about it or X'd about it. I don't know how that verb works anymore. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah I forgot about that guy you know you're right yeah so until he, uh you would think if anyone was gonna champion aliens being found that would be the guy yeah at all let alone like if someone's like an alien literally showed up on earth today it's like eh. <laughs> don't come to me with that bullshit <laughs> I, I want a black right. plague alien or earlier otherwise if you don't, don't talk to me, if I don't see him carving something in a pyramid, that's, <laughs> that's not my wheelhouse. Maybe that's what it is. There isn't enough. There's not enough numbers in front of the comma. He needs at least two numbers in front of the comma before he can talk about. Yeah, it. that must be it. His definition of ancient. All right. Well, I'm going to reach out to him, too. Yes, <laughs> let's let's interview him. Oh, man. Again, can we borrow some of that fame? But also, we're going to hit you with the questions. Yeah, we, we're, we're going to hit you with the good questions. We have we have legitimate questions that I'm sure we can think of by the time we talk to you. Yeah. Um, we have illegitimate questions we can think of also. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've thought of three since you finished that sentence. <laughs> That's probably a good place to check out under the guise of science yeah. at Gmail under the guise of science uh, on Facebook and Instagram guys always spelled G U I S E under the guise of science on TikTok, under the guise of science on YouTube and at science guys on X formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> and yeah, let's refer to it as clunky as possible. Yeah. <laughs> and as always, listen to Fart Barf. Thank you guys again. And see you next time. Fucker!